0: Hello, and welcome to Marriage Unchained, the art of one flesh, where saving marriages, saving families, and saving souls is the flavor of the day. Now, let's join our host and author of Marriage Unchained, Catholic Alpha Radical, Jerry Jacobs Jr.
1: Welcome to Episode 29, Today's Problem... Final dagger, the election that killed Catholic marriage. So, sit back, relax, take a chill pill, and get ready to rock, but don't duck. Can you feel it? Catholic Alpha Radical, coming at you now. Hello, and welcome to Catholic Alpha Radical, a Catholic relationship podcast giving you winning tactics for marriage problems, girlfriend problems, and intimacy problems for men. Moreover, where my main mission is to keep you out of divorce court and where marriage unchained, the art of one flesh, divorce, combat coaching is the flavor of the day. While also helping me understand marriage and courting, not dating, in the Catholic faith. Why? Because dating is for sex and courting is for marriage. This is episode 29. Bam. Quote of the day. So let's do this. Quote Love concentrates on the object, sex concentrates on the subject. Love is directed to someone else for the sake of the other's perfection. Sex is directed to self for the sake of self-satisfaction. Sex fighters the object, not because it is praiseworthy in itself, but rather as a solicitation. It knows how to make friends and influence people. End quote. Venerable Archbishop Fulton J. Sheen Three to get married. All right, everybody, welcome to our Man on Fire segment. Today, our Man on Fire, our Man on Fire segment is about highlighting married men in the Catholic Church, doing on-fire things for our ultimate warrior, Christ. So, and today we have Walt Janice. I'm going to take my glasses off. We have Walt Janice. He has been married 14 years with his beautiful wife, Vita. And his two cheering, his two cheering, are Joe, 12, and Christine, 13. And so in our Men on Fire segment, I would like to welcome Walt Janice. How you doing, Walt? I'm doing well. How about yourself, Jerry? I'm doing all right, man. Uh, I'm tired of uh, – I was tired of uh, shoveling snow, dude. I shoveled snow like three times, man. <laughs> uh, yeah. I was keeping our, our driveway clean, too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I played the uh, – they got – so – because it got me the first night when it, it all came down. And so the next morning I had to go out and I had to shovel the whole thing. Solomon did have, I did a, with my half and half. And man, I was like, this is crazy. So uh, at the next day, Mary said, we're well, supposed to snow again. So I said, okay, the next day, the two days later, I said, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going I'm to play like the old Jerry. So what I did was it, it snowed, but I went out and was shoveling the snow while it was still soft. And it it was I didn't let it build up. So that worked out a lot better. So how about you? Oh, yeah.
0: The the problem was for me, the the drifting, you know, we, we shoveled it and then overnight it snowed a little bit more. But because of the wind and the drifting, it was like we didn't do anything. You know, (laughs) so we had to go out there and shovel it again. And actually we have, we have a small snowblower. So we we use that. That was, that was kind of nice.
1: Oh, this one dude had a snowblower and I went over to ask it, It, man. My, it it was like 12 inches on my, on my driveway. And I went and it don't sound like a lot, but when you're trying to walk through it, it is, Oh man, I'm just doing my wife's daycare. I'm great. Go to work. I was like, Oh, I said, how much would you charge me? He said, I can't do it. I was like, Oh. So I had to do the old fashioned way. <laughs> yeah. Well, you so, got two sons. Put them to work. We, well, no, Jericho, man, he had his, um, Jericho had his, uh, sh- got his shoulder operated on. So that was out. And then right. Solomon was in school and I couldn't wait, you know, right. and then they had to leave. And so I was like, look, man, I'm gonna go ahead and get this done. Cause she couldn't get out of the uh, driveway. The car was stuck in the driveway. So I was like, right. Oh. So, yeah. All right, man. So first thing we're going to talk about, uh, you know, a man on fire segment, we usually go into um, what kind of stuff that you usually do on a, a daily basis. So what kind of stuff you usually do? Adoration, rosary, fasting, what you, what you got going on, man, to keep the keep the demons out your house?
0: Well, with Lent, we're doing uh, we're doing some fasting. We're doing some um, abstinence. I'm, I've given up all all sweets. That's that's my kryptonite sweets. I
1: abstinence love, uh, of sex or abstinence of what? Food, uh, food. Remember that um, year, hey dude. Remember that year. <laughs> remember that year. Me and you got together and said we're gonna abstain from uh from, from the Maryland embrace from sex. Yeah, and, and it didn't work too good, did it? <laughs> well, well, you, you, you. I remember.
0: I remember you telling me you did that one year, and uh, and you didn't tell your wife about it.
1: And, uh-uh, I didn't. And she and she she was wondering what was going on with you. <laughs> <laughs> that's that year me you did together and i remember halfway through i said wow how's it going and uh because the okay the deal was that we we wouldn't initiate sex with our wives right so but if they did because you know it's a mortal sin you can't just like you can't deny deny. right so (laughs) so so uh we didn't tell them and so you know you, you did okay, and I I I didn't do too good, man. I I didn't do too good. <laughs> <laughs> so um, yeah. So anyway, so you said abstinence from, from so what? so I'm abst- I'm saying I'm
0: abstaining from sweets. Um, trying to stay from um stay away from carbs, bread. Love mm-hmm. love cake. Love love bread. Um, pasta. I've given myself an out on days where we have to when we have to you know abstain from meat so i allow myself to eat pasta on those days on those days so mm-hmm. so on fridays if i you know i can eat pastas on those days but aside from that i'm I'm staying away from sweets and and uh carbs generally so
1: yeah me i i decided uh i, I i'm going above i'm going to so i'm fasting for two days a week so uh, no food right full fast Yeah. And I, uh, um, I told, I told you guys, I got to, I had to tell Mary because she cooks. And then if I don't say that she'll be asking me every week, are you fasting? I was like, yes, babe, I am. So I have to remind her. So, um, I'm going to try, man.
0: I'm sure it affects how much food she makes too. If you're not eating.
1: Yeah, it does. It does. All right, so the next thing is uh so what are you doing for uh studying the faith, man? You reading books lately? Watch what kind of broadcast you watching? Anybody good? Uh my wife and I we've been
0: watching uh some Taylor Marshall and we've been watching uh, what was it the Catholic Family News Network? Um mm-hmm. what else have we been watching? Oh there's one more I can't think of the name of it that she likes to watch that we sit down and watch. We watch some EWTN on occasion.
1: Yeah. Like World Over. Oh, yeah. Ma- Mary's on the World Over, dude. Yeah. 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 And you know what? Him, uh, Michael Voris, uh, and now Mary w- listens to the Angry Catholic and she listens to... uh Oh, the two dudes, the two Italian dudes, what are their name? One's bald headed. One has, a, I forgot their name, Joe and Joe. I think it's, and, um, man, my wife, she is the, she's like you, man. She is the political queen. So, and they, that's all they, you know, those, those podcasts, I just, you know, that's their thing It's like, you know, up to date stuff. Um, you know, issues in the Catholic church issues in the, um, in the, uh, in the media for politics and stuff. And I'll be like, I said, man, why are you, why do you, why do you punish yourself? like that? <laughs> she says, no, I like it. <laughs> Cause after that, we'll, we'll get into this in a little bit, but man, after, after Trump, man, that, that whole debacle, man, I, 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 I don't really watch politics so much anyway, but after that, I was like, get it.
0: Really- well, you know, there's one, one other show that we watch is this thing called the U S grace force.
1: Oh yeah, that's, she watches. That's them Father, too. yeah, it's yeah. Father
0: Heilman and uh, Doug Barry, and they and have uh, guests on there. Yeah, yeah, those guys are pretty good. Those yeah. guys are pretty good.
1: One of the shows I started listening to, man, is Jesse Romero, uh, Father Ripperker, yeah. the uh, the War Room. All uh, right, and so that's the, the the demonic teaches you about the demonic and and spiritual warfare and stuff, and it's right. really good. <laughs> She's asked for a divorce, now what? Of course, you just didn't see it coming, but it has. So, now, what do you do? Well, what you do is, step one, you decide to man up and fight for her no matter what. Step two, decide if one of these categories in the marriage maintenance master plan fits your situation. A, she's asked for a divorce, B, She has left the home. C. Mutually agreed separation, but didn't want it. D. She is in the home, but distant or separate bedrooms. E. You are divorced, but didn't want it. Now, step three. If you are in one of these critical situations or close to it, then register to watch the Marriage Masterclass immediately at www.savemycatholicmarriage.com Step four. After watching the masterclass, get the help you need by scheduling a discovery and strategy session to receive a proven plan of action tailored specifically for your situation. Many husbands will look at this and go back to allowing their marriage to fade into oblivion, accepting failure. But some will look at this and say, wonder if this works. Those are the warriors. Those are the husbands I want to go into battle with. Those are the husbands I want to work with. So allow me to help. Those that do nothing have a 100% chance of failure. Those that decide to battle, fight, and act like true men become worthy of winning their beloved back. Which are you? Visit www.savemycatholicmarriage.com. That's www.savemycatholicmarriage.com learn how to once again become her hero so we're going to get into now we're going to get into uh mr Walt's uh mission so this is why i called him on because he went to uh in this de- what was it December? Uh, no january uh, january, 6th. january january 6th uh he went to the the rally now were they calling it a rally or were they calling it a uh a march it, it had a couple different names one was um
0: the uh was it the, the maga march and i think some people call it the rally to save america uh, mm-hmm. and uh so it was a march yeah. and rally
1: so it had the, it,
0: both it was, titles it, yeah it was, it, was, it was given both those titles yeah the okay. it was, they, were, they were they were thinking there'd be you know like they were going to think about calling it like the the million maga march mega and, uh, maga i mean oh, not mega, it's MAGA, maga
1: maga means something. what does maga mean yeah.
0: make america great
1: again ah yeah that's right. right that's right yeah 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 yep well we're going to see how great america's going to be in this next 4 years i i, I don't know anyway uh <laughs> so the first question i want to ask you is man why did you decide to go to the march um why did you even decide to go What what led up to you going wanting to go and that kind of stuff well
0: you know i think i think after the election with the um, irregularities that, that everyone saw well <laughs> people who looked would have right. noticed that there were problems with the election mm-hmm. um, whether it be in arizona where they were you know um counting votes of people whose signatures didn't match. The, the signatures on record. They had the Democrat look at it, and they had a sampling and, uh, in Maricopa County, I think. And eleven percent of the signatures didn't match, according to the Democrat that looked at it. The Republican looked at it, and he said I think it was like six percent. So the Democrat was even more uh, negative toward the, the 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 signatures, you know, than than what the Republican said. He was more forgiving, I guess. And uh, so these were signatures that didn't match the, the the signatures on record, and you're not supposed to count those votes, and yet they counted them. So. Well, then also, man,
1: he lost by in all those states. He lost by such small margins that any uh, Rudy, G, Rudy Giuliani, because uh, you know he was the uh, attorney, he just kept saying, "Yeah, I mean, he lost by such small margins in all those states that anything that was irregular could have would you know would help." It would, yeah, over- you, yeah,
0: absolutely, yeah. If you tossed out the illegal votes in in uh, Arizona from the illegal aliens and tossed out, you know, signatures from people who didn't match the signatures on record. <laughs> they, had, they had people voting in Arizona who um, didn't have, uh, an ad- didn't, didn't, they didn't live at, they didn't live in a house. They had addresses that were either fake or, you know, where you, you tried to find a house and there was no street or no address at, num- at that number. Mm-hmm. or they, um, that somehow, some houses or some lots, some, some addresses had only empty lots. And I don't know how you can say that that's where you live when it's an empty lot. Um, and in in Detroit, for example, or uh, Michigan, uh huh. They they would the way it works is you request for an abs, you request an absentee ballot. They send it to you, you fill it out, and then you send it back. And then the the state, you know, you know, they note the date that it got they got it back, mm-hmm. and they take your vote and then they eventually count it. There were a number of st- a number of people. It's like fifty thousand, I think. 50,000 50, ballots, absentee ballots, mail-in ballots, were received before they even sent them out. Right. Think about that. Yeah. How do how do how do you mail in a ballot before you even get it? So, there were there were so many things that were wrong, you know. And then um, in Detroit, they have just just in the last couple of weeks, they found a video. They, you know, they were trying to get this video for 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 months, and they finally got it. And in the video, you can see at three thirty in the morning, a white van shows up, and they're unloading. They're unloading boxes and boxes of ballots.
1: And, so, uh, but okay, I I stopped watching it. Well, I stopped watching it once I real, you know, uh, after the inauguration stuff. I wouldn't like even the the year, the not the year, but the couple of weeks a week before. Cause I was just getting upset. And so, um, because, and I don't watch this stuff hardly anyway. And so of course, Mary, she's all into it. Mm-hmm. But my question to you is, I mean, cause I know you really basically while well, you are expert in this stuff, that's why I have you on top of the political stuff and, and political stuff in the church. Cause you're really, I do consider you an expert in this stuff. Um, but my point of what I, was, I, I what I'm saying is what, so, Now that they're the dude, then he's got it. I don't even really want to say his name. The this dude's been elected. So, what's been going on since he's been elected? I mean, like you just said, there's still people still trying to get trying to get uh, what do you call it evidence and stuff and trying to. I mean, because to me, the the court cases are they're over, right? They kicked everything. No, they're not over. They're not over.
0: The Supreme Court met yesterday to talk about various cases that are coming before them. Um, we'll probably hear out, hear about it on Monday, what they decide. Um, so there, there, there's, there's several cases that are still in court. And that's the other thing too. All these States certified the vote. You know, you asked about why we went, why people went in January on January 6th to DC. Mm-hmm. They were, they were basically the, the the Senate and the house were going to vote to certify the vote. Now, what does certify mean? You know, certify, you know, part of that root is the word Certain. You know, you're certain you're positive. <laughs> yeah, you okay. Know, if, give you that. <laughs> if you're certifying something, you're saying right. it's indisputable yes. that, it's, that it's that it that is that this is absolutely true. There's no dispute in this. Right. There's no disputing this. These facts. Well, the fact what are the courts for? If I take you to court, it's because you're the courts are, the courts are for justice. Well, not just justice, but I can take you to court. Say, say you're you're building a a, a, a treehouse and the treehouse is partially in my, in my yard. Uh Right. I take you to court because there's a dispute. We, we take, Things to court where there's a dispute, right? Well, to get what? To get justice? Well, That's, to get justice, but to, but to solve the disputes. You know, yeah. sometimes it's not necessarily. Mm-hmm. It may not be. You may actually really believe that you're building the house on your property, but mm-hmm. we, you know, I've got a property line that says this, and you've you've got your title that says this, and we take it to the judge, and it's not necessarily mm-hmm. looking for justice. Is what we're looking for is what is equitable, and in this mm-hmm. case, you know, what what you know, who's got who's whose property line is correct? Mm-hmm. Well, in this case, where we've got you know, a number of cases still before the courts, there's a dispute. It's disputed. All these cases are all these all these different states are still disputed. And yeah, yet but if you, go ahead. I'm yeah, sorry. let me finish. And yeah, yet okay. you have and yet you have all these states, they're there they're, they're governors, they're secretaries of states. And then eventually they go to Congress and the Congressmen, and the senators decide, oh, there's no dispute here. We know that these numbers are right. Yeah. Well, how can they say that when there's still cases going before the courts? And
1: it's still being disputed. So, my qu- that's so what my the courts are all about. They're about solving disputes, yeah. right? So, my question is though, what can happen? I mean, okay, what can happen? So, say, let's say half the states now they 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 read, I mean, they go to the court. So, what what are they trying to do? Get them to recount the stuff? I mean, I don't really understand what is what are they trying to do. Well, because okay, to so- me, the dude's are already elected. Everybody moved on, and then I know court stuff takes a long time. I know, you know, but my point of it is, what is their objective? I get, I get. That's the question. What's their objective? Okay, so we've got we've got about
0: three quarters of the Republicans saying, and and some number of Democrats saying, we don't trust the outcome of this last election. So we've got a large number of people who don't believe the vote was real. The mm-hmm. vote was authentically, you know, decided, and. If you were the winner, if I was the winner, any normal person who won fairly would say, here, take a look at the ballots. Here, take a look at the voting machines. But what's happening is that's not what's, hap- what's happening. In many of these places, in all these places, they're saying, no, you can't have access to the ballots. No, we're not going to do a full review. We're not going to let you look at the machines. Uh, in Maricopa County in Arizona, I keep going back to Arizona, the state senators, so the, we're talking about the state government here, they've got this, they have their own state senate, mm-hmm. they've been Fighting with Maricopa County to look at the ballots there and the and the, and the voting machines, so they can do their own audit. And the Maricopa County Board of Electors elections are saying no, we're not going to let you do it. They've been fighting They've been fighting in court. What do they have to hide? You know, if it's all on the up and up, you just do it. You just show it, and then and then everyone can say, oh, we 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 looked, and you're right, you won. So, but, or, my, that's, but my, but my question is. Okay, I understand. I understand your question. So here's okay, here's okay. here's where that goes. Mm-hmm. We've got a lot of people who have doubts about the elections. Mm-hmm. What we need to do is we need to resolve those doubts. In addition to that, if those doubts ever resolved, and they find out that yes, Biden did win through cheating, we've had we've got uh, we've had times in that in, um, in the past where a person was given an office was in office. The courts found that he really lost, and they sat the other person. Oh, okay. That's actually happened in the past. Okay. So the so really the ultimate goal is here is to get to the truth, and it doesn't matter mm-hmm. if Biden wins or if Trump wins at this point. What we really want to know is who really won, and in all these cases, like in in Detroit and um and and in um in Pennsylvania, where they were blocking the observers and not letting people look at the vote. Mm-hmm. I mean, uh, you can't have fairness in an election unless it's open and transparent. And they were—they were not transparent in any of these cases. They—they they were actually their goal was to keep people from seeing what was going on, and and, and not to allow challenging
1: challenges. So you're so so we can move on, because, mm-hmm. um, because this because I'm I'm laying the foundation for the other questions I'm gonna ask you. So just to and to you know for us us that are aren't as adverse aren't as adverse in these areas. So your bottom line you're saying is really Giuliani, they're still putting cases before courts. Absolutely. And, and if it finds, if they get the, um, if it comes that the, the truth comes out, whichever way it leads, then let's say it leads towards Trump. Then what will happen is they will impeach or unseat. We won't, won't be impeached. They will unseat the current president and then uh Trump will be back in there so they'll do another recount of those states is that kind of what the bottom line of it
0: yeah ba- basically what they would do is they would review the the votes and if 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 for example there were so many votes that were tainted and that you couldn't tell who won they may they may say all of the electoral votes in that state cannot be allocated to anybody and then they may have to go to the actual state legislature and say well we can't count your vote because you know, it was it was it was obviously flawed. Uh, you guys will have to then allocate your allocate uh, your your electors the way you want, and then the ele- the legislature is going to
1: vote. If I'm a dishonest person, okay. Now it's it's come out that basically the um the the well, I don't know if the Republicans are, but to me the Republicans and Democrats are basically all the same because the the like Pence didn't back Trump, didn't back his party. But I think that really what it was, Trump is basically out there by himself And Pence, you know, he thought Pence was his man and Pence showed who he was. And so basically I think most of the most of the Republican Party, they like things the way they are. But my point, of what i let me what I point what I'm where I'm getting to in this question is if I've been they've been perfecting this for like years now. In in, in state elections and other congress, you know, other elections. So if I'm if I know that people are going through the court and I still have a chance of getting smacked down, reversed, I if I'm a, and I'm corrupt anyway and I'm a liar, I'm I don't care anyway, I'm dishonest anyway, I would just destroy the ballots, and 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 then I would just re retool the machines so that th- there's no evidence. So, right. w- would you?
0: Well, if I was dishonest, yeah, that's what I would do. But. Mm-hmm here's the thing. There's a law that says the federal law, that says for all federal elections, a state must keep two years. All, Yeah. All the, all of the stuff for 20, 22 months for almost two years. So they must keep all their ballots and all their data, all the election related materials for two months or for two years. Rather. But yeah, but months. so if they can't, <sighs> if you can't prove it, yeah. then, and then basically you see where I'm they, going with this. No, I understand. I understand that, yeah. but mm-hmm. see, but the, the burden of proof is on them. They have to prove that Biden won, is what it comes down to. They have to prove that if if you go if you go and do your taxes, you have to prove, for example, that you have certain deductions. If you don't no. have that proof, yeah, you
1: well, do. No, no, no. I'm trying to clear. I'm, I'm not saying oh, sure. no to what you just said. Okay, I'm sure. saying no to clarify. Sure, sure, sure. So I remember. When they like in the big days when Muhammad Ali was fighting and he he would whoop and Mike Tyson would whoop and fight and it, the, the saying was always in order to you know in order to win you got to really beat the champion you just can't come in there and think you know you're going to go toe for toe and then mm-hmm. it's going to be you know you're going to get something he's going to get something in and you're going to win no you have to actually whoop his butt right right so me saying that I'm I'm thinking of the uh the Republicans the Democrats going okay you said that they have the ch- they had to prove the burden, but 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 Biden won, so wouldn't the proof proof of burden be on uh, Giuliani now? No, no. See, normally in civil cases,
0: there's there, it's kind of interesting. Um, so this is not a criminal case; this is a civil case. Exactly, this is a civil. Oh, case. Oh, the rules so are definitely not, different. So right, so it's not you know like when if you get tried for murder, it's like beyond a reasonable doubt, which means it's they have to be really sure and then there's a lesser standard called uh clear and convincing evidence and then under that the, it's just preponderance of the evidence and mm. that's basically 51 percent to 49 percent. so wow. so if 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 most of the evidence shows that biden lost then he lost and if he doesn't have evidence to show that he won to counter it mm-hmm. then he doesn't win it's look there were there were people There've been like nine hundred affidavits, almost a thousand affidavits signed yep, by yep. people saying they saw things that were illegal in this last election across the nation, and one of these people, some of these people, signed affidavits saying that they know that they had that they, they that there was a white van that delivered ballots in the middle of the night in Detroit, and at the time, Democrats and 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 the people in that, running that election down there was saying no, that wasn't the case. That was a food truck, or they. They said it wasn't true. Well, like I said, a couple weeks ago, video comes out and we see that they're unloading these boxes of what looks like ballots. It was clearly mm. not food. And the funny thing about it is an hour later, another one of those vans showed up with even more ballots. So for two, and from th- at 3.30 and 4.30, there were two van loads of ballots that were, and they had to change their stories. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Ballots did show up in the middle of the night, but they were, they were real, they, they were they were legit. Mm-hmm. If they were legit in the first place, why don't you say they were legit? And, and you know, you know yeah. there's one side that's been consistent. One side signed affidavits under penalty of perjury saying, we, we, we know that these ballots showed up in the middle of the night. We were there. We saw the vans and we saw the ballots get carried in. We know this happened. Their story has been the same. A video comes forward. It corroborates what they said. It backs up what they said. Their story is still the same today but it's these other people, their story keeps changing. You know, um, there was that, the video in, in, in Georgia where, you know, they send everybody home, you know, all the observers home and at 10, 11 o'clock, whatever it was, they go and roll out these, these little suitcases of ballots, and they start counting when no one's around, which is illegal down there. Mm-hmm. you know. And, and, and they claimed, and they claimed that that was legal and it wasn't. And then, and then if you look at them, If you watch the video, you can see them running the same same batches of ballots through the counting machine multiple times, three, four times. Okay. You know, so they're counting these ballots multiple. So we what we have is we're seeing lots of illegalities, and they have to prove they have to prove that this stuff is true. You're talking about destroying the evidence. There's Mm -hmm. been there's been some people reported uh, who have reported that they've been shredding ballots, Trump ballots down in Georgia, and and. And, and, you know, what they need to do is they need to look at the ballots and see the ballots that are remaining. Are they authentic ballots? Because there's also been reports that some ballots right. have been uh, counterfeited.
1: So, so that being said, that's the foundation. I know that took a longer than I wanted to. Wanted to but I wanted <laughs> to get a, I know, really, because I really want to lay a good foundation so that people know that we're just not talking about politics. What we're trying to do is lay a foundation to get to how this how this stuff is going to affect the church, how it's going to affect marriage and the family. So that's kind of where ultimately going. So to end this question, ultimately, ultimately you're saying the bottom line is it's not over. No, basically. Okay. It's not over. So now I want you to, so back to the first question I asked 20 minutes ago, um, why? Why? So why? What made you decide that? Look, I had enough. I'm going to get in my car. Uh, and and so yeah. what made you decide that, that you're going to attend this? So the rally,
0: you know, I was thinking that this would be a good thing to go to I, I, ever since the election. I was thinking we have to do something to support the idea that we need to look at the election more closely. You know, we have to look at the ballots. We need to look at the machines and figure out what the real vote counts were. And I didn't know what it was I was going to do initially. And, you know, I was saying, because there was there was, there were two other rallies that happened in DC that I, I had not gone to. And then, uh, and then Trump, he said, you know, he basically invited people to come on J- January 6th. And I thought, you know, Trump's been president for four years. He's been taking all this grief from, you know, everybody you know, the rhinos and Democrats and the media, you know, m- almost all of it undeserved. You know, he, he's he's not been the, the evil person that people have made him out to be. And I thought, you know, he's not asked a single thing of me. He has not asked a single thing of Americans in the last four years. But he's asked us to come to this, to this event to try to sh- show our representatives that we care about fair elections. That's a great point. And I thought, you know what, I'm going to do it. And because and because I knew that Antifa would be there. And you know, Black Lives Matters would be there because they were there at the other previous two events uh, a month earlier or two months earlier, whatever it was. Uh, and I guess they had one in December and one in November, a couple weeks after the election. Uh, family members, families were being attacked by by Antifa. They were they were being, you know, well, I will to say they were being attacked because <laughs> they were getting punched, they're getting um, spit on, and it's just just being abused. And that was something I didn't want my family to have, so I, I knew I was going to have to go by myself. And with so that, man.
1: so that was that was my next question. Um, that was my next question. Like, why didn't you take your son Joe with you? So you kind of answered that a little bit, but go into that a little right. bit more.
0: Yeah. So my sons, my sons eleven. He'll be twelve soon. And um, yeah, I, usually I you would have to... took him. You, I know how you are. You usually take your son there almost everywhere you go. Oh, absolutely. I mean, I would certainly want to take him, but you know, I'm not going to mm-hmm. bring him into a into in I'm not going to take him and put him in a position where he might be in danger like that. I mean, I can't control Mm -hmm. what other people are going to do. I can never control what other people. And when I know that there's going to be fanatics like that, I mean, look, Antifa, they spent, they, they, they they spent, they, yeah, they spent all last year, most of last year burning down many cities. They did over $2 billion worth, at least $2 billion of damage last year into the cities. And, um, you know, many people died, you know, they, police killed, um, it, it was it was just not a it was just not a family friendly environment, you know. Mm-hmm. Any of those rallies or, or riots, and you know I didn't think that there would be a riot in D.C. And you know what? Even right now, I don't think there was a riot in D.C. I mean, I was there. There was. I'm going to say there was about a million people. There was at least at least five hundred thousand people there. Maybe a million. One person there, I know. a Couple of people there. Would well, approve that. So one so- to
1: two million people. Right. So like, cause people are like, oh, they just, but you no, know, say like, tell me like, you know, how far, you know, how they usually count by how far the crowd goes back to a certain point inside the square. Do you know how far it went back? Right. So when I was on the, the, the Capitol lawn, the
0: Capitol lawn was pretty full and that, that can probably hold about 250, 280,000 people. It was, pr- it wasn't packed, but it was pretty full. I would say there was probably 230,000 people there and then the extent and there the crowds extended back to the Washington monument all the way back to the Washington monument and there were these were people who were not insurrectionists these were people who were who were singing you know the national anthem and chanting USA and you know every vote every legal vote should be counted how, how can anyone be against the idea that every legal
1: vote be counted you know <laughs> uh uh the 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 the, 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 the demonic narcissist <laughs> <laughs> that's true <laughs> that's true so that's did true. you did you and uh did you and Vita have a discussion about if joe could go or not or was it just did y'all even talk about it wait i i the
0: the, the conversation went something like this so we're all going to go, right, dear? And I said, no, I don't think it's a good idea. <laughs> <You know? laughs> I, think, I, I, think, I think there might be some problems there because of Antifa. And, you know, I, I don't, I, it, there'll be a lot of people there. We were at the March for Life last year. And uh, that was the one that, that President Trump spoke at. And it was, it was a huge crowd. And um, Joe wandered off at one point to go to the bathroom. And it was hard to find him. <laughs> you know, it was hard yeah. to find him. It was
1: a huge crowd. Yeah, so I understand. Right. Um, so, so tell me what you saw from when you like when you like the the morning where you guys. So what time did you guys go? Were you by so, yourself, or, or did you go with some of our friends, some of your friends and stuff?
0: So, so um, I I've talked to some people at church, and they they hooked me up with uh, a group out of Columbus, Indiana, who were going to go. Mm-hmm. and uh I thought oh okay cool so i I contacted them, and I asked if there was anyone leaving from you know the town I live in and uh and they say, oh yeah sure so we we left from here and uh instead of columbus and we uh the guy I went with we picked up two other people, so there was four of us in this car okay three the three guy the three men I never met before uh all of all of which you know good Christian men. Um, one was a Baptist preacher <laughs> and, uh, well, I we, bet y'all
1: had some discussions in that, that eight hour drive to DC. <laughs> yeah, no, we, 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 had, we had, we had, we had a little bit of a conversation. Yeah. It was, it was yeah. interesting. Yeah. Was interesting.
0: <laughs> I'm, I'm glad, I'm glad to see he's using our book, you know, as really? a Christian. Really? Well, uh, he's using a Bible. Right? Yes. Isn't, 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 isn't the Bible from, uh, you know, yeah, his, Christians? his, his,
1: uh, 43 books short. Bible you <laughs> got most of it <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um so when you got there so the next day you got there and then what time did you did you guys go to the square did you start marching so we had a choice when we got there we, we had a choice
0: we could have the I think it was like nine o'clock they were going to I can't remember that was, yeah I think nine o'clock was when they were gonna open the doors to or the gate or whatever to uh Hear Trump speak in that rally because he was there. Was there was was a there was a rally at near the White House called at called the Ellipse. It was at this place called the Ellipse. It was about uh, it's just it's just west of the White House and it's about a mile from the Capitol building. And that was going to happen. Like, oh, gosh, I want to say about I I think Trump was originally supposed to speak about eleven o'clock, but other speakers were going to be there too. And they that was going to open at nine, but we, our group was also scheduled to talk to our two senators, uh, Braun and Young. And so we, we of went Indiana. Ahead just Of to Indiana, be clear, yeah, just to be right. clear, mm-hmm. right. And so I I I spoke with some people in our group, and, and half of us went, maybe half of us went to see Braun and Young, and the other half wanted to go hear Trump speak. So we we got to sleep in a little bit longer. <laughs> because we didn't have to get up early to line up to because the crowd at, at that at the ellipse was huge that went from what i understand extended all the way to the washington monument and so that was another big crowd they they were saying there was about 300,000 400,000 people there so already so our order are up to 600,000 yeah it was huge mm-hmm. um so we went and spoke to to young young and Braun. uh young was not very receptive to our to our um uh, you know, urging him of, you know, to, to, to fight the, the certification. He, you know, at one point, one of the guys asked the question, you know, did you even hear any of the testimony of people who, who, you know, who went before the state legislatures to say they saw problems and he didn't want to answer that question. He hem and hawed a bit. And when pushed, he finally said, no, I didn't. He didn't, he didn't, he, he has not,
1: he's not seen any reason to decertify the election because he hasn't looked. And that's been true well, for everybody. You don't want to know. It's like the Catholic faith. Everybody wants to, you know, people want to go out. They want to be out here outside and just do whatever they want. And they don't really want to know about the real truth. Why? Because if they do, then they have to they have to do something about it.
0: That's right.
1: You know, <laughs> you, no, that's right. That's exactly right. That's so, exactly right. So you, you y'all, went, so you were, you guys were going to go see Trump. So you, you marched up, up there, and. It was all peaceful, everything. You were having a good time, probably, right?
0: Oh, yeah, it was great. You're some of the nicest people there. I mean, you would not believe it. You know, I was, I was stopping and talking to everybody along the way. I was like, you know, where are you from? You know, what brought you here? You know, what, what what do you think should happen if, you know, if this happens or what that happens? And, you know, we were just talking about, you know, what what, what, we're, what we'll do if, you know, if, if the Senate and the House decide to, uh, you know, to actually certify the vote. You know what's the next step? You know what would we be okay with like Trump doing martial law? You know was I mean mm-hmm. we were, we were talking about all sorts of you know things that could possibly happen, and because uh, we're all we're all convinced that this election was not on the up and up, because mm-hmm. if it was if, if it was everyone would be okay with a full yeah recount. they kind of would they kind of would I mean I so, think back to twenty twenty remember or yeah uh, back in 16. back in the year two twenty no the year two thousand uh, mm-hmm. when. Bush and Gore were running. Mm -hmm. And we had all those people looking at hanging chads and everything. They had everybody reviewing and, you know, viewing and reviewing. The rooms were crowded with people and, and the media was there. They had tons of cameras. Everything was open. Everything was clear. There was no hiding behind closed doors, but that's not the case. You know, in this election, that was not the case at all in this election. Yeah. Yeah. So, so so yeah, so we, we wandered up, we wandered up to the uh, Capitol building and, um, actually I ended up getting separated from the crowd. Uh, from the people I went with. And I was pretty much just by myself. And, um, you know, I was, it was really, it was really just an amazing, uh, gathering of people. The people were, were really, really good American, good, you know, patriotic Americans. Um, I got there before president Trump had finished his, uh, his, his speech. Uh-huh. And already there were lots of people around the Capitol building. They hadn't, they hadn't yet, Gone up onto the lawn yet, and uh, there were barricades up on uh, to keep people out. But those were eventually abandoned, and people were allowed on the lawn. People were allowed to go all the way up to the scaffolding for the um, that they had set up for the uh, inauguration. And
1: uh, that was uh, that was unusual in itself, right? What's that? The barricades to to let them to allow them to get past that. I, I don't
0: know. It's my understanding that. There were supposed to be a stage set up and mm. and the but the stage was never set up or was set up and taken down. I, I don't know I've heard different stories. Mm-hmm. um there were supposed to, there were supposed to be speakers there, and there were none. um I, I wonder why that was the case. i mean i i, I wonder I want to know what what did Nancy Pelosi know, and what did Mitch McConnell know prior to all this happening? because you know, from what I understand, the president offered extra, you know. Uh, military, you know, in the term in in the form of uh, national guard for security, and they denied it. They they
1: declined to to have any. So um, when you were you were there, and then, um, people started moving closer to the door, you know, to the the building, and then what happened? Well, I I didn't see anybody
0: actually breach the building where I was. Mm-hmm. I I I stayed I stayed probably about 150 yards from the building itself. I stayed within mm-hmm. the um uh the area of the of the the lawn, the Capitol lawn, which is just west of the of the capitol building mm-hmm. and we had um we we know there was antifa there at one point i had i i got uh tear gassed by antifa because i say i say antifa not because i you know i actually saw the person, but we wouldn't be tear gassing ourselves and the nearest police officer was <laughs> yeah the nearest police officer was like two hundred yards away because we mm-hmm. I mean, and these were, and these were tiny little, like small smoke, smoke bombs, you know, uh, mm-hmm. they're, and I, at first I thought that that's what they were. I thought they were just little smoke bombs. Uh, and then I got a, a second whiff of them and, and it got into my lungs a little bit like, no, no, that's actual tear gas. And it wasn't, it wasn't the canisters that you normally see the military use or the, or the police yeah. use. Yeah. So it was like little, so and these and these little things only burned for about 30 seconds and they
1: stopped. <laughs> so it's like,
0: yeah. so someone walked by, threw these things down and
1: wandered away. I think that sounds like they're trying to get the stage set. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Trying to get the stage set for what was going to happen.
0: Yeah, I think they were just trying to rile up the people. They, yeah. I mean, they look, yeah. the Antifa that were there, the Black Lives Matter people who were there, they're not there because they like. Trump supporters or they like Republicans or like conservatives they're they're there because they're trying to make us look bad and they and they and they have a willing media that
1: that went ahead and told the story that they wanted to tell so do you think so the bottom line is do you think like it was when it all started going down do you think it was staged and could you tell something was going on we from where I was everything looked like a peaceful
0: rally to me except for the police officers who were every now and then throwing. And, and let me just say, I, I as we were walking around, we'd, we'd see police officers on the corners and stuff. The most common thing I heard said to the police officers were, thank you for your service. Thank you for being here. Thank you for keeping us safe. Mm-hmm. The crowd that was there was, was not anti-police one bit. Yeah. Um, and what we saw was, we from the Capitol lawn, we, we saw the police... You know, uh, uh, they were distributing, just uh, they were dispersing, trying to disperse the crowd, I guess, by by using flashbangs, which are basically little, um, uh, little explosive devices that are really loud and are very bright, and um, and they were also using some tear gas. I heard somebody, uh, from somebody that they were using rubber bullets too, but I never saw that. Um, and mm. again, I'm not sure why they were doing that because we weren't we weren't pushing back at them at all. I mean, the people who were pushing back, like I said, I think it was mostly, uh, Antifa and Antifa people who, people who were incited by Antifa to, to, to act in a way that was not, uh, normal for, for so a
1: Trump crowd. Do you think it was, uh, I don't even even say these two organizations names. Cause it's anyway, Antifa and black lives, whatever. Yeah. Uh, um do you think they were in as well as regular the 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 regular Trump supporters were in both when that when when once they were inside the um the building do you think it was a mix of both or do you think that was mainly the two crazy organizations?
0: So I think look I know I know at Black Lives Matter and uh, John his name this one guy's name is John Sullivan mm-hmm. I think his name is John Sullivan and um he was taking video and he he's clearly Antifa slash Black Lives Matter. He's affiliated with them. He's, he's got his own little uh, Marxist uh, anarchist group that he's part of, too. And he he came out and he said, you know, he he said that um, he was there to infiltrate us, infiltrate our group and 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 to and to incite us to to go into the building. And uh, wow. And he, he, and, and he out of his own mouth, oh. out of his own mouth, out of his own mouth. I mean, he, he 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 even said to a, I think it was a CNN record, a reporter. He said, and this is recorded. This is in one of his videos that he that he sold to CNN for thirty five thousand dollars. That's which all, which is amazing. That's well, cheap. <laughs> no, no, actually, it's expensive because normally they only get a few hundred dollars when you, when you contribute like that. So this is mm-hmm. actually upset some people, from what I understand. But, um, he he was talking to a CNN reporter. I think she's also a PBS reporter as well. And he, and mm, he that's said, a lot of credibility. Well, <laughs> well, what's f- what's funny about it was that they're 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 inside the Capitol building on video, and he's saying, "We did it, we did it," and she's saying, "Yes, we did it, we did it," and and she oh, said, "Are you still man. recording?" And she <laughs> asked him, "Are you still recording?" And he says, "Of and course he says, I am. I'm an idiot." He says, "Yes, <laughs> but don't worry, I'll delete it later." But he never, but he never did. He <laughs> forgot, <laughs> and so it got posted, and so people seen it. So, so, okay. So we know now that they, they, that the media was in on it. We also know, at least some of the media was in on it. We also know that you know Antifa was in on it. So but basically, guys, man, everything.
1: the bottom line, and then we're going to move on to the uh, a different mode of question is the bottom line is, man, this is going to take maybe years to for the court to sort this out? Is that kind of what the feeling is in, in that know, we're in that part of the, in that realm? You know, it shouldn't take years. It shouldn't take years at all.
0: There's there's video cameras inside the Capitol building. And we've seen some of the videos where people are walking around looking like normal tourists. I mean, many of the people who got inside that Capitol building who were just normal Trump supporters thought they weren't doing anything wrong because the police were just letting them in. Um, They didn't realize that, you know, that they were necessarily doing anything wrong. Uh-huh. So wow. I mean, they didn't they didn't—they didn't break in through some of, the, some of these people just walked through the through the front door and the, they, they've got a video of the police standing aside and letting, and just kind of ushering people in. And you wonder mm-hmm. why would these people be considered terrorists or insurrectionists when they're just doing what the police are allowing them to do?
1: She's asked for divorce. Now, what? Of course, you just didn't see it coming, but it has. So, now what do you do? Well, what you do is step one, you decide to man up and fight for her no matter what. Step two, decide if one of these categories in the marriage maintenance master plan fits your situation. A, she's asked for divorce. B, She has left the home. C. Mutually agreed separation, but didn't want it. D. She's in the home, but distant or separate bedrooms. E. You're divorced, but didn't want it. Now, step three. If you are in one of these critical situations or close to it, then register to watch the Marriage Masterclass immediately at www.savemycatholicmarriage.com. Step four. After watching the masterclass, get the help you need by scheduling a discovery and strategy session to receive a proven plan of action tailored specifically for your situation. Many husbands will look at this and go back to allowing their marriage to fade into oblivion, accepting failure. But some will look at this and say, wonder if this works. Those are the warriors. Those are the husbands I want to go into battle with. Those are the husbands I want to work with. So allow me to help. Those that do nothing have a 100% chance of failure. Those that decide to battle, fight, and act like true men become worthy of winning their beloved back. Which are you? Visit www.savemycatholicmarriage.com. That's www.savemycatholicmarriage.com. Learn how to once again become her hero. Now we're, we're going to get into another phase of questioning um, that about basically we're going to talk about the effects. Now we, we, we see the, you know, kind of like the causes and uh, what's what's going on and kind of we kind of laid a foundation on that. But I really want to get into like now that this crap has happened, the effects so what what do you think that kids 17 and below would think of this election in the future or what do they think of now? How do you think it's going to affect the kids? That's
0: a good question. You know, in the end, we, the, the old saying goes, the uh, history is written by the victors, the winners. So. Whoever writes the history books are going to be the people who are going to tell the, the story of what happened. And if there's if they're inclined to believe that this was something that was done by racist um you know trump supporters then that's what will be written in the the history books it won't be right (laughs) but that's what they'll write and and that's what kids will be taught and you know kids will kids will accept what they're taught unless they look deeper so Mm -hmm. you know if if they if they want to know the truth the truth may be harder to find but it's out there there's there's i'm not sure there's thousands of videos hundreds of thousands of videos i've imagined that day of that day from from people like me i've got a couple videos i don't have a lot but i have a couple videos it's just a panning around of you know of the crowd and stuff the the the, the sapruder film walt (laughs) has the sapruder film (laughs) My, my 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 my. The thing is, though, my videos are extremely boring because they're just you know random people. There's some there's but a you picture. know what
1: his video those videos back were kind of boring too. They were just moving like you said, panning around. You know, but it, but it had a picture of him getting shot. The
0: yeah, getting and it shot. had
1: the surrounding of what was going on. The like it's the surrounding area so that you could see what was going on around it too right that's funny that's good that's funny um but but there's but there's lots of videos out there
0: and if people wanted to go and learn about the history of of what happened on that day Uh they'd have to go and try to find some of these videos and they they would see that they were incredibly boring because they're incredibly patriotic you know representations of or, or, or representations of patriotic you know people who are just looking to get a fair election,
1: you know, that was it. So this is what really upsets me. Um, This question is why do you think the Vatican and most bishops support this so-called winner in this election? And they, they support all, they support all of it. They, they do. I mean, it's obvious that they do. They support all of it. Um, I've heard the Vatican come out with stuff, and I don't even watch the stuff. And I've heard some stuff seep through about this this last two or three days. So mm-hmm. my question is, you know, why do you think the Vatican and, and most, most you know, people in this case, it is when I say most, it is basically so close to all that I'll just say most. It's really the definition of most. Why do you think they support all this, man, all this stuff?
0: Well, I think I, I think it probably be best explained by looking at one man and that's Cardinal McCarrick. He was not alone. Cardinal McCarrick was not alone. He was able to exist in a system and, and, and be as corrupt as he is because he's part of a system that has been corrupted over the years. Now it's not to say everybody, but Uh there's a number of people who protect him over the years. There's been a number of people he's been able to elevate over the years. And, and because of that, Look, we know that he look, what was what was the negative consequences for that man after all the things that he had done?
1: I don't think it's anything negative. Maybe yeah. he got he got pulled, he got they hit him, but I guarantee you that dude is going around basically like ain't nothing's nothing happened. Like nothing's happened. Right. So he's not really felt any I mean, he's no longer a, a colonel, but
0: the point is he's not really faced any serious consequences. He's no longer being a colonel, but you know what? Was he really a colonel beforehand?
1: no but no. The, he and wasn't doing his still, job and he's probably still getting all the benefits and stuff of because of, of, you know people still probably call me at your ex on scene and he's he's probably so he's been busted back down to a priest or has he been no I think he's been defrocked. Been defrocked oh wow good well that's that's a bad thing I think
0: he, I, i'm not, I'm not positive but i'm I'm pretty sure that might be the case and he should be I mean he should absolutely be but the th- here's the thing though he can't exist. And then, and they've known this for years. We know, we know from Colonel Vegano, mm-hmm. you know, um, that this is something that's been known for for, for years, for years, mm-hmm. and yet nothing was ever done. And why is that? Why is that? So, yeah, the the corruption in DC
1: is is probably um, it's, say, it's it's corruption. Gonna, it's go on. I'm gonna say the corruption. In 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 DC is a manifestation of the corruption in the church, and a lot of when I say that a lot of people hate when I say that, but it's the truth. The Catholic Church is the moral center of the universe, and when it starts to go and and I want to be clear when I say that, what I mean is this: not the not the church, not Jesus Christ's doctrine, dogma, and discipline, because ultimately that's what the church is. The church belongs to Christ. And my point being you're talking about the point, men, yeah, I'm talking about the men, not the church itself, but a lot of times what happens is, hold on, would y'all be quiet? <laughs> um, what I'm talking about is, yes, we sometimes we get we try to intertwine the two, you know, of uh, what Jesus and the church. Is one entity the men in the church is another, and I the, the and when the men started going wrong, that started with scandal in the church, which looks scandalous outside the church. And the reason you have the problems inside, I'm mean, inside DC and inside our country. And if you look around, man, it's getting worse every day. It's not getting better. It's only going to get worse. Mm-hmm. And this winner of this election. The winner of this election is only going to make it worse. Look at the gas prices already. <laughs> <laughs> you know, no, you're right. So you're that's right. that's kind of what I'm, I'm going at, man. What, no, so and, and go ahead. I,
0: I don't I don't I don't disagree with that assessment. I, I, think, I think that sounds about right. I, I think I was going to say something more along the lines with the reason why the corrupt Vatican is OK with a corrupt D.C. is because it's not going to be fighting with it. They it's can mutual, actually work together
1: and it's mutually. Yes. It's mutually beneficial, right? Because it's they mutually, have the same agenda, right? They, they have the same one world thing, you know? Yeah. Um, so that we're almost, you know, we're getting close to being done. Um. Do you, do you and your family ever talk about all the mora- immorality going on? Um, Some of it. I mean, my kids are, you know,
0: not, I've got one who just became a teenager and the other one's not quite a teenager. So, you know, some of this morality, some, some, I've always, I've always believed that we should protect our kids' innocence. Mm -hmm. You know, as parents, we should let kids be kids. You know, we, we need to also, we also need to warn them about certain dangers in the world, but you know, all the, all the nonsense in the world that, that we have to deal with as adults, you know, they'll they can, they can deal with some of those things later in life. As they get older, yeah, we'll, we'll, We'll answer their questions if they have any about, you know, but for now we're, we're trying to teach them, you know, how to be good Catholics and, you know, what that means and what it means to be, you know, um, to be, you know, re- a responsible individual. You, you need, you need to be responsible for yourself. You need to be, you need to take ownership of your behavior. You need to be able to um, have discipline and you also need to rely on God. You know, we we know that in the end, God wins, right?
1: So yeah, He's got a but, plan. Yeah, but I I, I don't that don't mean we can stand around and allow all this crap to go on either.
0: Oh, I agree with that. I, I think <laughs> one of my one of my favorite analogies is that, uh, you know, God, you know, God God has His plans and God can work miracles but he, he doesn't do him by himself necessarily he, he, does, he uses for,
1: people all the time he uses people right so every time a, he uses people
0: <laughs> well not every time there's times there's times where someone has cancer one day and then a week later completely cured of it and you wonder how it happened Yeah, I mean, they, they
1: weren't doing yeah. anything but i mean, i mean, in mean, i'm in the relationship the relationship you no know, type stuff you know that's what i meant but i see what you're saying right. too yeah. right but but in
0: the case of a life saving situation with a doctor the, the, the god you know, God works through the doctor to save the person's life. Mm-hmm. And, you know, some people say, well, we should also be saying that, you know, we, we should we should all be pro-life. It means we shouldn't have capital punishment. Well, I believe that God can work through man, too, through a court, and a judge, and a legal system to end the person's life. You know, if they committed a crime that was serious enough, sure, God can, you know, strike that man down with lightning. Or he may use people through the court system, mm-hmm. and through a fair and legal and 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 a just system, and 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 his life and his life that way. So well,
1: God uses people. But you know the thing about the people, like especially Catholics, are starting to have a lot of kids. They're we're getting away from the. You know, we bought, we bought into the Kool-Aid, the society, the old Kool-Aid. We only go, you know, 1.5 kids or two kids or whatever. And we're seeing, you know, now a lot of the young Catholics coming along or uh, they're looking for the truth. And so, like at Holy Rosary, our church, man, yeah, there's kids everywhere, all yeah, the masses. Well, um, well, and that's that's a great thing. Well, yeah, I agree. And the thing about
0: that is, is it's, it's more of the traditional Catholic churches, though. Right. Yes. Holy. Yes. Holy, Holy rosary is more of a traditional church. So right. we're seeing more traditional values and,
1: and in an understanding what that means. Um, and so that's what I'll say. We're building. So my, my point was saying that for saying that is we're building. We believe it or not, we're getting our army out there. Our kids, we're building. Our kids are learning. They're learning how to critically think, you know, you know, kids, you know, uh, you, you don't put them in these schools and let these uh, these. Terrible teachers teach them anything, but I think that what we're doing is we're teaching, we're teaching our kids how to critical, critically think. It's basically what, how to solve problems and know the morality and give them the foundation to go out there and, and have kids and create marriages kind of like we are. You know what I'm saying? You know, so, Critical
0: thinking, you used a really important word there or phrase, critical thinking. We're, we're raising kids today not to be critical thinkers, and we're seeing oh no. these people. We're, we're raising them to be people. socialists
1: and communists, which just go along oh. to get along.
0: Oh, absolutely. We we see that we see them every single day when we see them mindlessly continuing yes. to wear masks. The mask is oh. the mask the mask is a symbol of their inability to think critically.
1: It is it's a symbol of if it's a symbol of communism. And here's the thing. People really don't understand what communism is. That's why when people people me and, people like me and you are out in this out and we talk to people and you mention communism most people don't really understand what true communism is, and so what I started is look at China, really research China, and just look. It's not a big secret; they're not trying to be a big secret. This that's where this country's going, and the mask is basically the first, one of the first things to program us to subdue to the socialistic, communistic of what, which is basically complete and total government control. That's the bottom line of your life of your um of your home um you and your, your relationship with your family and your kids you know and, and you're never in the communist society man you never feel safe unless you're one of the elites but in a communistic socialistic society, the socialists are not as bad because they still go along with the you know the happy clappy we love everybody stuff the socialism marxism always 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 leads to communism and in communism that's what the Jews experience. What they do is they come, you sleep in the middle of the night, three or four in the morning, they not they bust through the door and take your husband away or your daughter away, or your kid away, and you know no reasons why. That is what communism is in a nutshell, man. The people don't really understand that. They think it's these young kids these say they think it's a good thing.
0: Right. One of the things that keeps the government from doing that is the fact that we've got the Second Amendment. And you know what? I think I think that, that the Second Amendment is gun rights. And yeah. If if the government were able to take our guns away, then they will
1: have no problems coming and taking our kids away and doing anything else they want. But this so-called new president has already started that already. They started with the free speech thing like these, the so-called big tech have taken away the free speech. Nobody, Mm -hmm. the people, that really understand how this stuff works. They think it's a good thing that you can't say certain words, but it's stupid that's why it's free speech. Now there he's already started executive orders what I understand cuz I don't watch this stuff. Before I understand he's already started executive orders that are st- that are starting them is with the guns. Right. Well, here's the thing. They're they're not going to get very far with them at first.
0: They're I think there's like they did at the Capitol building. They 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 had some allies infiltrate us and make us look bad. You know, that this, this is normally called something called a, a false flag event they're going to do something similar to that they're going to, they're going to have some sort of big gun um you know mass murder event and yeah. they're going to use that and they're
1: going to use that as an excuse to take people's guns away like the Just COVID like they, thing the freedom right. the, like they did the with the covid thing they used this this fake fake now I'm not saying covid didn't kill some people or it wasn't whatever but it's not as bad as it was it, as everybody says it is or because if it was You wouldn't have to tell people to wear a mask. You wouldn't have to tell people to stay in your house and stay separated because they naturally would. Walmart wouldn't really be open because it wouldn't be nobody in there because people would realize that this is like the plague back in the biblical days, biblical times. They would stay away naturally. But everybody knows that this is fake. Not all the way, f- huh? 9997 yes.
0: percent of people who get this survive. I know it's it's crazy. It's, it's crazy now. It's
1: point seven now. It was point five. Now it's point yeah, seven. Yeah, oh, the last thing on, I heard man. was ninety nine point nine seven.
0: Come on, man. I, it's 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 just crazy. It's crazy. So, you know, I, I look at I look at it like this when, so they they had this this ca- Capitol building um riot that they talk about. Uh-huh. And they've been using that as an excuse to uh ban Trump from Twitter to ban other conservatives. So they're they've been they've been clamping down on people's first amendment rights of free speech because of that false flag event. It's gotten to the point now. Last year last year when when Trump was talking about hydroxychloroquine as as a possible treatment for um, for COVID, the media and the big tech companies were they're locking down it. They, they they were they were deleting videos of doctors oh, yeah. saying that it works. Oh yeah. They they were totally clamping down on free speech. And now we find out a couple months uh, a month ago, oh yeah, hydroxychloroquine does work. Someone from I can't remember who it was. I remember hearing someone from China, and they said it's got to the point. It, it gets to the point at some point. At some point, you realize if you want to know the truth, you look for the things that they're banning. If they ban discussion of hydroxychloroquine, then you know it's because it probably works. If they're banning discussion about election fraud, it's probably because they cheated. If they're banning, if they're banning talk about, you know, whatever it may be, yeah. they, they ban the things they fear and they fear the truth.
1: Yeah. Um, so ultimately, so ultimately, while how do you think this election will affect the state of the church? how do you think that you know uh the election and all this stuff going on i mean cuz none of to me none, none of this is a coincidence well i think when you stop
0: and when you stop and look back at history places where catholicism really kind of uh thrived or survived and and a lot of times it's been in places where there's been large amounts of oppression when the communist block was in place, Catholicism still survived in Russia, and still survived in, in um in, in China. Poland.
1: Look in at China. China.
0: Yeah, exactly. It's but but if you look at Catholicism, like in Poland, yeah, you know it con it, it, it continued, yeah. and it and it and it was and it was there, and it was it, it it thrived. People, when you don't have, there's something about having a really comfy life. Yes. If you ever, if you're really comfy, comfortable in your life, you, for some reason you stop looking to God. People stop turning yeah. to God. Yeah. And 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 that I think I think suffering helps people think about you know mortality God and, and mortality and and yeah exactly exactly in China, I think one of the worst things that's happened to the Chinese uh, Catholic population there has been this deal that they made with the Chinese people made with the Pope. Yeah. And they're kind of secularizing it and they're 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 nationalizing the church, changing the Bible,
1: you know? Well, men and like in, in a see here's the way here's where it's supposed to be. Like this society with all our technology and everything, what that's supposed to do is when you have a society of technology, that technology does what? It saves you time. It it you gain you gain time from that. You gain more time to do other things mm-hmm. that you wouldn't have to do, like the washing machine. Before, you know, back in the back in the older times, you had to you had a washing board. Well, that took forever to even do one piece of clothing. Well, now you got a washing machine that can do twenty or thirty pieces of clothing. Right. The way it's supposed to work is when you start getting technologically advanced and you've started getting that time that is supposed to free you up to do what? Change the state of your life, which is what? To draw more closer to God for more prayer, for more spirituality, more reflection. But in this country, it's not doing that. And that's why we have what we have. We've kicked God out of the country and all this stuff started happening. And, and that's what's going on. Um, right. Um, and it's it's like we the men, we don't have the warrior mentality. We just don't. We want to well, sit around and just not do anything. Right. Well, yeah
0: there's an old saying you're old enough to remember it I'm sure idle hands are the devil's workshop right yeah. so if you're if you're bored and you're idle it gives you time to entertain you know things that you probably shouldn't be entertaining you know wild ideas that you know what would it be like if you know if I was a woman <laughs> you know yeah
1: well, and what then would people be like, like if I just say that global warming uh or what it be like if I just say that we came from gorillas? huh maybe that well, might be true think about it <laughs> think about this if everybody if
0: everybody on this planet if everybody on this planet was so worried about where their next meal was coming from that they're all out yes. there hunting for their next they wouldn't have time for nonsense they for wouldn't have crap. time for yeah they wouldn't have time to 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 entertain these ideas that that
1: that are just you know constructs of their own imagination and that's why it's so easy for this new form of government and this new one world control us and control people at every cost. It makes it easy for the poor. And I would even say the middle class down to come for, because what are we trying to do? We're trying to eat. We're (laughs) trying to go to work Mm -hmm. and make a living so that we can just wake up in the morning and have something to eat. People like, you know, Biden and Obama and Pelosi and you know, uh, uh, the dude, Michael, the Microsoft dude, Oprah Winfrey, all those Bill kind of Gates, people. Right. Yeah, Bill Gates, all those kind of people. They don't have to worry about that stuff. Or these people where their their parents take care of them. They don't have to worry about that stuff. They can. That's the whole thing. That's why it's easy for them to. The, this kind of society is what they want because it benefits them even more. But the poor, the middle class, we it's different. It's completely different. You know what's funny? I think if they, if
0: what the left is trying to do is they're trying to create more poor people. They're trying to get more people depending on the of government. Of course. Of course. And the the thing that's weird about that is I believe, and I think you might agree with me on this, is the more poverty there is, the more likely people will be turning to God. And they're going to creating more people who are going to eventually oppose what their thinking is. So it's it's going to be a self-correcting thing. A big cycle. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So the last question is, what about the effects of the stuff we've talked about today, the effects on uh, marriage and the family? Well, I I heard some
0: Democrats talk about (laughs) people who are Trump supporters. We need to be getting our mindset right. And that they they think that we should be re- go to reeducation camps. Oh yeah, and have our kids taken away from us. I, I don't. I, I like to think I like to think that's not going to happen. But happen I'm sure I'm sure Nazi Germany. Yeah, I'm sure Nazi Germany. No one thought that was going to happen back then either.
1: Yes, I know. And that's what I say all the time that the Jews. We are. It, it's like a mirror. Like when I see how we are today and how the Jews were. I see a complete mirror back in the Nazi back in the uh, in World War II. And what I mean is, man, the Jews looked up one day and they were getting gassed. Yep. It it what you know, when they started confining them, you know, they started singling them out as a Jew. Then they started putting them make them stay in their house. Then they started making them stay inside the ghettos. Then they put them well, then they started putting them on the trains. Then they started driving them to the to the camps. Then they started ushering them into the to the um to the um the gas chambers. It's yep. not it. All this stuff is a conditioning. It's a slow process. And look at us right now, this COVID thing. For man, since this, I think it happened before the '60s, but I'm thinking it started in the late '40s '50s that this conditioning started happening with us. You know this this country that what is slowly happening. And when Vatican II came, they knew they had to get the church. They knew that. They had to get the church first. Once they got the church, now that they have the church, and they have the church, they really do. The men in the church, they have them. They do. And I'm telling you, if it wasn't for the knowledge of of me being able to go out and find out what Christ really thinks, what God really wants done, I'd be just like the rest of them. Mm -hmm. You would be, too. You would be, too. The Internet is a double-edged sword. Like Father rubricker says, the internet's not evil. It's a tool. It's not. It's, not, it's a tool, and it ha- it has helped me, but it's also helped the other side too. You know. Mm-hmm. No, that's exactly right.
0: Hmm.
1: That's exactly right.
0: So <laughs> we, we have to make sure we have to make sure that we keep our family strong. We yeah. teach our kids right. We keep teach yeah. them the faith correctly. Yeah, and uh, and and we we have to you know. You know, hope for you know, and pray for God's will to 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 win out in the end. We know it will. So, and
1: that's what, and that's what I t- you know, I talked to my wife, and and she, you know, she's come along because she's a very smart woman. <laughs> but you know, I started talking a lot of years ago, man. That you know, you can't. That's why I don't I don't listen to Trump. I don't listen to the new president. I don't listen to the Pope. I don't listen to any of them because I can't control what they do anyway. The only thing that I can control is my prayer life and my relationship with God. Everything else, I need God and to influence to help me influence my environment. And what is my environment? It's my job. It's my friends. It's my my church. It's my my family. Um, that is the only thing as a man that I can control. And I really can't control that. I need the help of Almighty Our Lord Jesus Christ to help me to help me figure that out. But, man, trying to worry about all this one world government, what they are and ain't going to do, as we see, that stuff is a fun entertainment type of thing is how I look at it. I look at this stuff, the election, that kind of stuff. It's just entertainment. The Pope and all that stuff he's doing, to me, that's entertainment. You know, because I know and and I love Michael Voris, and that's his job. He He has to uncover this kind of stuff. And I love Michael Voris, but I can't watch Michael Voris every day. You know, right. but my point of what I'm saying to end this podcast, this episode, is, man, we we as men, the reason I had me and Walt talk about this today is because I wanted to give everybody a good perspective of, you have to control your environment, you have to work on your, you know, talk to your wife and your kids, your church family, your job, your friends, your parents, that is what you can influence. And that right there alone will get you a higher place in heaven, if you really work at it. So, Big Walt, thanks for joining me today, man. I, that was fun, dude. <laughs> yeah. As always, it's good talking with Jerry. All right, man. And I'm gonna, you know, you keep on being an expert, and I'm gonna have you on again, man, because you be you be knowing about this stuff, dude. And I, it gets on my nerves. But you you like my wife, you love it. So when somebody loves something, you you pull that knowledge from them.
0: You no, know, we we've, we've got a we've got a job, though, to keep to keep our politicians honest. And That's at some right. point, at some point, you know, if we're not being represented properly, I think we were at the at some point, maybe all get together again and have a nice little revolution.
1: Yeah. All right, man. I will. Uh, Mary said hi. I forgot to tell you that. Hey, Mary. <laughs> he said, he, Walt said, hey, babe. <laughs> uh, uh, Mary said she's great. To call you. OK, great. So, All right, man. Thanks a lot for helping me hey. today. No problem, man. Until Vito, I said, one. hey, hey, hey. That's <laughs> three, right? Hey, hey, hey. Okay. Yes, that's right. Hey, that's three. All right. Bye. Have a good one. <laughs> I hope you enjoyed that interview, Man on Fire segment with my friend and expert, uh, Walt Janice. So... In conclusion, as we always do, we end with a quote from Pope Benedict Sixteenth, stating, quote, society offers you comfort, but you weren't made for comfort. You were made for greatness. So go forth, Christian soldier. The spiritual fight is up on you. Fast, pray, and prepare for battle thank you Christian soldier for listening in today do you have a critical or pressing problem in your marriage right now want help come on the show and ask me in person we can do this completely anonymously you don't have to be on camera or say your name it's totally up to you I would just love to have you as a guest on the show more importantly you would be helping other men as well Contact me at RadicalQuestions at CatholicAlpha.com. And lastly, please share this podcast with someone that may need help in their marriage or relationship. Help me save a marriage today.